The Gov Innovator Podcast is sponsored by MDRC, committed to finding solutions to some of the most difficult problems facing the nation, from reducing poverty to bolstering economic self-sufficiency to improving public education and college graduation rates. To learn more, visit mdrc.org. Welcome to the Gov Innovator Podcast. I'm Andy Feldman. Jason Bossy of the Small Business Administration is with us today to kick off a new season of the podcast. He'll be discussing SBA's laudable progress in evidence-based decision-making. Over the last two years, the Small Business Administration has launched an evaluation office and also a chief data officer role within the CFO's office. It also created a learning agenda to identify priority research questions within its bureaus. To hear more, we're joined by Jason Bossy, who serves as the director of SBA's Office of Performance Management, serving under CFO Tim Gribben. He joins us by phone. Jason, welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Jason, tell us about the catalysts for the push on evidence-based decision-making within SBA. Well, I think there are really two big catalysts. I think that the first one I'd mention as a push from senior leadership to use evidence to inform uh, policymaking, strategy, and resource decisions. And I also think that there was a push from the Office of Management Budget that helped us identify and leverage resources internally that we could um, use to support program evaluation those key drivers really helped us on a path to build a, an evaluation unit within the uh, Small Business Administration that, as you mentioned, we, we placed within the Performance Management Office, and it was a natural fit there. As a former OMB evidence team member, it's nice to hear and a good reminder about the role that OMB can and does play. I mentioned in the introduction about learning agendas. Tell us about how they're used at SBA and give us an example, if you would. Sure. I I think the learning agenda has been a really great tool for us. Uh, The way we've approached learning agendas is we've connected them to our strategic plan. So we produced our 2018 to 2022 strategic plan underneath the the Government Performance and Results Act. And we connected uh, the strategic goals and objectives to the learning agenda goals and objectives. So one example I, I point to, and we're currently underway with an evaluation right now for this program. It's related to our goal, too, for building healthy entrepreneurial ecosystems. And under that goal, the SBA has several key programs that help connect small businesses to key resources. Uh, And one of the things we're trying to understand is how does that entrepreneurial ecosystem work and what are the connections that help those businesses get uh, federal contracts. And so the, the current evaluation we're looking at leverages administrative data and connects back to those key questions developed from the learning agenda. That makes sense. So Jason, I always describe learning agendas as a set of research questions that agencies and bureaus within those agencies would like to know the answer to in order to improve their results and cost effectiveness. What was that question in this case about that outreach program, just to give folks a flavor of what kind of a research question like this sounds like? Uh, so the, the question is, um, what factors influence the federal government's ability to reach small business contracting goals? And can you give us the next step then? You had that question identified through the learning agenda process. What factors affect the achievement of those contracting goals? What was the next step then in trying to answer that question? So one of the things we did is we we leveraged the administrative data, the contracting data for that program to understand what are the characteristics 
of small businesses that, that receive these awards. And so we were able to parse out um, the different industries that, that win awards. And then um, to help support the analysis, we uh, interviewed three different stakeholder groups. I think one of the things we, we always try to do is have a triangulation of findings based on leveraging the administrative data with a small set of professional qualitative case studies and then the, the literature itself. That's a useful approach with the triangulation. I want to ask you about another topic, which is the challenge in many parts of the federal government of bridging performance management efforts on the one hand and evidence and evaluation efforts on the other. Those are often siloed communities of practice, even within the same agency. Tell us a bit about how SBA has worked to bridge that divide. Absolutely. One of the the successes for bridging that is by having program evaluation and performance management within the same office. Oftentimes when I see other agencies, they have the function separated and sometimes the, the staff don't necessarily talk to each other, whereas within SBA, we have the staff that sit right next to each other in the same office and we use the same tools, right? We have used the enterprise learning agenda and tied that to the strategic planning process. We incorporate into our quarterly performance reviews, program evaluation update. As we create performance metrics, we use and leverage logic models the same that we do for the program evaluation functions. So having the same tools, having staff with very similar skill sets has been a great advantage. The other area that I want to highlight for other agencies is the community practice we've set up within the agency. We hold a monthly community session with individuals who are interested or who actually work with us on performance management program evaluation issues. And we have various sessions set up. Uh, the most recent session we had was on data analytics and, and leveraging different tools within Excel. That community of practice around evidence and performance issues within the agency, I think, is pretty unique. Jason, give us one more level of detail, if you would. What are some of the other topics you all discuss when you get together? So we, we have monthly community practice sessions. We sometimes have other sessions, depending upon the need. Our next session is going to be focused on our next set of evaluations. Sometimes we've had in the past few sessions the current evaluations that are going on um, and setting up kind of lessons learned from those, those individuals and walk through what they've done to, to set up their evaluation plan, what research methods they've used to not only provide what they're doing, but also to get feedback and, and if they have questions about how to, how to improve the process or how to improve kind of the presentation of the results or, or ways they should be able to deliver the findings to senior leadership. So it, it serves as both a brainstorming session as well as a, you know, a sharing session. Mm-hmm. That's useful. You've told me about a new evaluation that SBA is working on, which links together, I think it's three data sets internally, one data set externally, all linked uh, by unique identifiers so you can track the effect of different technical assistance efforts for small businesses to see how effective they are and to better learn what works. The use of existing data that SBA is already collecting, am I right that that's a way to do more evidence building at relatively low cost? That's right. I think that that's one of the key takeaways. Is within agencies, uh, we have some money set aside, but it's, it's not millions of dollars for evaluations. And we're, we're trying to do low cost with the, you know, hundred to $200,000 per evaluation. And with those evaluations, we're leveraging the, the current administrative data so that we don't have to go out and collect a new data set uh, through primary data collection. A couple more questions for you. One is, tell us what it takes to do this type of work. In other words, to build and use evidence like you have at SBA. What do you think are some of the key factors? To me, it's, it's having that leadership commitment. When I think about the 
capacity building. I, we can always find the, the right people within the organization who have those skills to help lead the evaluations and, and help identify the contractors who can provide that support service. But I think that the first hurdle to, to jump over is getting that leadership support. And, and the way I think to get that support is by demonstrating the importance and value of using evidence. And it's one of those areas where we've had lots of internal conversations about, well, what do we know and what don't we know? And oftentimes there's a lack of evidence. And program evaluation is a way to be able to point at a tool that program managers can use to help build that capacity. The importance of leadership support and buy-in is surely a key lesson here for success. I want to finally get your advice uh, for agencies that are just starting down this path. What would you say to an agency that wants to do more with evidence and data and program evaluation? Yeah, I think try to start small. I think there's a lot of value to process evaluations and other uh, short-term evaluations that can be done to help improve program operations and then also provide evidence. And then the other point I'd I'd highlight is leverage resources um, across the federal community. There are a lot of key folks at the Office of Managed Budget, Government Accountability Office, and I would definitely say it, you know, SBA is a resource now. And I would also look to academic institutions as well. Uh, there's, there's a lot of potential out there to help agencies identify and think about how to leverage evidence and evaluations at low cost. I'm going to ask Jason about the acquisition vehicle for program evaluation that SBA uses and why that's been useful. And I'll post that answer to the podcast website. But for now, Jason, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you.